Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining in this on here, I, I don't know, maybe across the country. It's blazing hot in California. We've had, what, a couple of weeks now, Marsha, of extraordinarily hot temperatures. Uh, it's where been I'm, crazy. It's yeah, where crazy. I am and where you are, it's been like 104, 105. I got in my car, and although it's hot in the car, it showed 115 yesterday. Now, I know that wasn't right, but still, it's a little scary. Anyway, uh, welcome. You can reach us at 877-866-WS-RADIO. Uh, no, Sorry. Uh, you oh, can get, Yeah, I know. You did it last week. I did it this week. Uh, you can yeah, also. You can also get us on. Memories. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Real Mark Cohen on Twitter, Marsha Collier on Twitter, Computer and Technology Radio on Facebook. What else, Marsha? And uh, twubs.com, that's T-W-U-B-S.com slash tech radio. If you want to follow the stream of those who are tweeting about and listening to the show and hashtag your tweets, tech radio, and it will appear on the Twubs feed. Twubs. I love that name, Twubs. I know. Uh, where did they get a crazy name like Twubs? Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's talk about our first guest because this is a video game that I started playing back in the late, I think it was the late 90s, and they came up with this game called Diablo. And it's really a very famous, great game. And there was a lot of time in between the different versions of, of Diablo and such. Let me introduce Matthew Berger, who's the senior level designer for Blizzard Entertainment. Matthew, welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's our pleasure. We appreciate your being here. So before we even talk about the current game, let's talk a little bit about the history of Diablo. This goes back, is it 1996? Is that right? That was the original release? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that was Diablo 1. Um, and then we released uh, Diablo 2. And then we took a little break, uh, you know, 12 years or so. Yeah, a little break. Yeah, it's a, had to one. think about it, right? <laughs> yeah, think about it, catch our breath, that sort of stuff, order a new paper, you know. And, yeah. uh, and so Diablo 3 came out last year, and uh, the console version just came out. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of funny because um, when I popped in the console version, I went, you know, why does this look different to me? And I guess it was because I was so used to having it four inches away from my face because I was on a PC. You know, right. so I was always playing on a PC, and now I'm playing on a 65-inch television. I went, oh, oh no, okay, now I remember. I mean, it's just a, a been a, a wonderful game, and I, and I have to congratulate you guys because having just got shipped Madden Football 25... <laughs> Which is, you know, it's the 25th year of doing Madden football. And, and as much as I love that game, it, you know, it doesn't change that much all through the years. So talk to us about Diablo. What's different about Diablo from 1996 to 2013? Um, wow, that's a pretty big jump. Yeah, it is. Um, well, uh, you know, I'll gloss over the obvious, which is the, the graphical fidelity has, of course, Followed the the progression of uh, of machines, and so it looked a lot prettier than it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, prettier, uh, check. Got yes, it. right. Yeah. <laughs> Back of the box, check. Right. Um, but you have uh, you have uh, five new classes. Um, you have you can play as a barbarian, uh, a witch doctor, a demon hunter, uh, a monk, or a wizard. So you have new classes you can play with. Uh, there's a completely new storyline, of course, which uh, follows sort of. The history of, of Diablo continues. The story of Diablo continues, and the struggle between uh, men and uh, the forces of evil. And uh, it, it, for players such as yourself who have played Diablo and have played through the various incarnations, the most important thing is that there's new loot for you to pick up. There's lots of new things to find on the corpses of monsters and to <laughs> on your characters. 
Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm 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 a big fan of killing monsters. Is uh, there still an online auction house in the game? So uh, in Diablo 3 on PC, you still have the online auction house, which is it's just new to Diablo 3, which didn't exist in previous incarnation. And we brought that in because players were trading and they were going to, to gray market websites to trade items. And so we created an auction house. So there's a secure environment for players to, to trade. On the console version, um, you are not connected always online. You don't have to be because current generation consoles don't need to always be connected online. There, a lot of players just don't connect their consoles to the right. Internet. Right. And so for that reason, we didn't have an auction house uh, in the console version because we don't want to have a two-tier system between players who are connected and players who aren't. And not having an auction house meant having to up, uh, update the drop rates, how often items drop, what quality, all those sort of little things. So no auction house on console. And the game itself, how much different is it playing the PC version versus playing the console version? It's... I think the best way to say it is that the essence of Diablo is the same. The, the, what makes the, the game great is still present. You know, the, the story is the same. You still have the same classes. You still have as many enemies uh, you're fighting at the same time. It's all varied. Uh, so that's, that's the same. However, all of a sudden, instead of telling your character where to go, instead of clicking somewhere with a mouse and your wizard is going to go there, you're using a controller, and so you're using the left stick, and you're moving your, your character there. And so... There's a, a more kinetic feel to the game. You're really directly in control of, of your hero. Your attention's actually focused more on the center of the screen because of that, not so much on the edges where the mouse cursor might be. So we brought the camera in. Your hero's nice and big. Uh, we've added a new move uh, on the right thumbstick. You can uh, flick it in any direction. Your character does a roll, so he evades, uh, which is very traditional in console games, and we felt it was important for how you played the game on console because going from mouse and keyboard to controller was different. So those, those are really big differences to the game. We've updated the boss fight. We've added a few new wrinkles, a few new tips and tricks that weren't present on the PC version. But the essence is still there. And, you know, it's, uh, it's quite a monumental task to design and build a video game. So in Diablo, what was the current development time? Uh, so for Diablo 3, it took 12 years. Um, <laughs> wow. Tw 12 years. Wow. Uh, a lot of iterating, a lot of perfection, a lot of wanting to make sure that it was going to live up to its previous, to its predecessor. Um, the console version, much shorter, only about a year. Uh, obviously, we already had Diablo 3 to, to work with, and so what we were very concerned about was how are we going to make this feel like a great console game and not just as if we were taking the PC version. So a lot of the time was spent updating the controls, uh, all the UI, and making decisions based on powers and items that we needed to change because it made more sense on console and it had to be different. Yeah, for me, I prefer to play the console. You know, when console started to come out, I kind of went away from my original, you know, and Marsha and I talked about a lot when uh, years ago about playing Leisure Suit Larry and, you know, all those adventure games that came out on the PC. Um, and for me, it's just easier, and as you say, it's a little bit more in control to be able to play a video game with a controller in your hand as opposed to just a mouse. Yeah, and... and you know, to be fair, we so we're, we're we're still in love with our PC version of the game, and it really fits our PC audience. And we wanted to bring Diablo 3 to console. We want Blizzard wanted to go back to console, so we want we thought this was a great game to bring to console. And it's a different environment. You have some people play only on console. Some people play on console and PC. They get home, they've worked all day in front of a monitor. Maybe they just want to kick back on their couch, and you know, in front of their big TV. You don't want to be in front of your little monitor, or even more importantly, maybe you want to play with a friend. 
and he's right. over or with your wife or girlfriend, and it's better on the couch together instead of everybody in front of their little monitor in their own corner. <laughs> There's a different social experience that's really nice. You know, it really uh, is. Go ahead, Marcia. No, I had a couple of questions. Um, first of all, when Diablo 3 was first released for the PC, it was the fastest-selling PC game ever, selling over 3.5 million copies in the first 24 hours. Is that true? Uh, yes, it is. That's pretty amazing. For those of us who may be listening to you on, on tech radio, could you tell us, you know, I'm looking at the plot line of Diablo, and my as I'm reading it, my eyes start spinning in circles. Could you tell those who have never played Diablo what they can find when they finally buy Diablo and want to play it? What is it? So if you've never played Diablo at all, if you've never seen it, you have no idea what it is, um, it's uh, Diablo. Uh, it's set in the world of Sanctuary, uh, which is a, a world where angels and demons are uh, doing a, a lovely little thing they call the Eternal Conflict. So they've been fighting one another for a while, and humans are really caught in the middle. Uh, demons are always preying on humans. Angels, not so much, but it's not like they're really lending a helping hand either. So you're really on your own, and you are one of a group of heroes um, who have greater than average capabilities. You may be a barbarian from one of the tribes, you may be a wizard, and you are there to protect mankind from the, the hordes of demons that are attacking, uh, that go bump in the night. And at the start of Diablo 3, a comet has been seen in the sky, and it has crashed in the town of New Tristram. And Tristram is it's a hot spot in, in, in Diablo lore. There, the previous two games were set there, or partially, so bad things always seem to happen there. So you are following that comet. And in terms of gameplay, what you're going to get is you're going to be controlling your character. You have lots of abilities that are going to be unlocking as you level up. There's an RPG element to it. Uh, you are facing many, 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 many different types of horrible creatures who are desperately trying to kill you. And as you destroy them, as you vanquish them, uh, you will be growing in power. You will be getting better gear to face even uh, greater odds. And eventually you will be running into large bosses who will really challenge you and, and, and sort of raise the bar in every single way. Yeah, so I mean, where do you ooh. come up with these? Uh, I just want to know where do you come up with these wacky names that half of them I can't pronounce anyway, um, of the characters. I mean, how do you Caldium? They return to Caldium. I can't pronounce it. How do you make these fantastical names? Well, you for, know, <laughs> we have we we have, at Blizzard we're extremely fortunate because we have a very strong writing staff. Um, each of the teams on each of the games have writers. Uh, we have, uh, you know, designers who are specifically writers and who are there to come up with the storyline. They write up the dialogue. They come up with the names. But we're also a, a really, we have one of the saying is, you know, every voice matters. It's one of our pillars at the company. And so, for instance, anytime the writers come up with a story, they pitch it to the rest of the team, and everybody gives their opinion, everybody gives ideas, the story gets strengthened, weird names get pulled out, sometimes it's somebody's friend, sometimes it's, you know, something that sounds like it would be Middle Eastern, so in a desert city, we're going to call it Chaldeum. And Matthew, hold that thought, because we got to go to break. When That's we fine. come back, I've got more questions for you, and we got a giveaway that we're going to do on the air, so uh, don't go away, we'll be right back with more on the great new game, Diablo. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we are on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads, so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And we're talking to Matthew Berger, who is the senior level designer on Diablo 3, which just became available for the first time on the PlayStation uh, console. And we have, thanks to uh, Matthew, thanks to the uh, to Blizzard Entertainment, we have five codes for the PlayStation Network to give away. And you have to send me an email at markandmarsha at gmail.com. Uh, the first five people to send me an email will get a free download code so they can put it on uh, their PlayStation Network. And, of course, this works only on the PlayStation Network so or PlayStation Console, so you have to have that to uh, uh, to play the game. And, Matthew, what does the, the game retail for? Uh, 
$59.99, I believe. Right. I th- yeah, I think that was what I saw. Okay, so that's a $60 game. So you get that for free. First five people at my email. Again, Mark and Marsha at gmail. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm watching uh, it. Good. Marsha's watching, and, we're, and we tweeted it out as well. So here's a question I always ask about gaming, and a lot of times companies don't like to talk about this. How much does it cost to develop a game like this? Oh, I love to talk about that because okay, I, I, no idea. Um, I, I can't tell you. I honestly can't tell you. A lot. Um, it's, I, the way to look at it is, is, is this way. Um, we have a lot of very talented individuals, and we are extremely uh, passionate about what we do, and we're very critical about what we do. So, um, you know, we have a saying when we get asked, when is this going to be released, when is that going to be released, it's always when it's done because mm-hmm. we're constantly iterating. And uh, that, that costs a lot of money. But uh, yeah, I don't that's... have specifics for you, but, yes, it costs a lot of money. Now, is there anyone actually on the team that was on the team 12 years ago when they started development? Uh, yes, yes, we have a few people. Uh, we have a few people on the team who, uh, on, on the PC side who have been here for the long run, uh, as it were. Um, but uh, there has been, of course, a reinvigoration of the team. People come, people go, uh, you know, fresh blood, new ideas, all of that, to make sure that the game stays fresh and current. And tell, tell us, what does it mean to be a designer? What, what does that entail? How do you develop a video yeah, game? Yeah, because all, all, the kids, all the kids that I speak to, they love playing games. I'm going to grow up and be a designer. And I say, well, you know, I think there's one or two things you're going to have to seriously study. So hopefully you can give, because a lot of young people want to be game designers. So yep. give us what they need to know, what they need to do. So, I mean... There, there is a variety of game designers, um, and you, so for instance, you can have level designers, you have game designers, you have system designers, all require different types of skills. Um, one of the things which people usually don't think of, and, and this is actually an advice my mother gave me, uh, but, it, but it is actually very valid, is um, you need to get a degree. Even if it's not something that's directly related to games, you need to get a degree because you may not be working uh, locally you may have to move to work in video games. Video game does require a lot of going to different companies, going to different countries. And if you have a degree, any degree, it's easier to emigrate to any country. And people usually don't think about that. So that's something you do need to think about. Other than that, um, you know, it depends uh, whether you want to go into art or programming. Usually uh, they're very good um, universities, uh, the university courses that you can follow. It's a little harder in game design. Um, there are now certain courses that are being offered. The best way to enter video game uh, for game design is still to start in something like um, uh, consumer services, uh, quality assurance, and you know working very hard, and then eventually you're given a break and you seize it, which is essentially what happened to me. I started in, in QA, I started in quality assurance. And that is still, for designers, that is still the main way to get into the industry. So did your mother say to you, yeah, right, Son, you're going to be a video game designer. A uh, no, become a doctor or a lawyer. Um, I was actually doing. I was actually studying law um, at the time, and uh, I got a I got a, a summer job uh, working in a in a, in a video game company um, in QA, and it sort of morphed into more than just a summer job. It, it turned into a real job. But I, it was my mom was all right with it because I got promoted very quickly. So. She, <laughs> and, and, and then after a year, I found a job as a game designer. I was I was quite fortunate, and my company, the company I worked with, actually collapsed after a couple of years. And then I found a job very quickly immediately after. And that's the point where my mom went, "Okay, maybe this is a real career. Maybe he can do it." 
but she was very adamant you need a degree because, you know, you at least need something to fall back on. And she, she was, was right. absolutely right. Uh, smart mom you got there. Uh, and where can we get all the information? About? Uh, about Blizzard, I'm sorry. About, about Blizzard and about uh, Diablo. So um, we have a website, uh, Diablo3.com, uh, where you can go and get all the information you want about uh, Diablo. Uh, Blizzard also has a website, which is Blizzard.com. Um, and that has different portals to, to all of our different games. Um, and so, uh, you know, if you go to Diablo3.com, you'll have all the information about the PC version of the game, about the console version of the game. There, there's a console-specific forum where you can get, you know, help if you need questions about things. So you, everything you need is there. And one of our uh, listeners, Al Hopper, who just tweeted me, I uh, disagreed about my playing PC versus console. He said he's an avid MMO player on PC uh, and uh, loves playing on his PC. So there's still a lot of people, as you say, out there that are big fans of playing on their PC. Yeah, hey, absolutely. Matthew, yeah. Uh, anything we missed? Um, nope. The game came out on the 3rd of September, uh, and uh, we've gotten really, really great reviews and really, really great feedback from players. And so... You know, hopefully some of your listeners will try it out and they'll have a good time. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, the downloads. Uh, and again, if you'd like a free copy of this game, which sells for about 60 bucks, uh, you can email at markandmarsha at gmail.com. This is PlayStation Network. I will send you the codes for the game and a uh, terrific game. I loved, I loved it in 1996 and I love it today. So Matthew, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it and hopefully we'll talk to you in the future. It was my pleasure and I look forward to it. Take care. Thank Bye. you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, Marjo, when you, yeah, I mean, I know you're not a huge game player, and you, you know, kind of go back to, uh, Nintendo, and in fact. Yeah, the actually, only, the, uh, the only shoot 'em up game I really liked was Wolfenstein. Yeah, I remember, yeah, that was a good <laughs> game. Because I they got made... to kill Nazis. Well, yeah. And, and then, uh, there is some mayhem in the Zelda series, mm-hmm. but in, it's not bloody and gory, really. Well, so, it's funny. You know. You're funny you're saying Zelda because uh, I just got an email from Nintendo saying The Legend of Zelda The Wind Walker, which was on the Nintendo GameCube, is now available, let's see, on the Wii U. It's been yeah. redesigned for the Wii U. Excellent. Uh, and if you, were, if you remember, as we all fondly do, let's see, it will launch exclusively in the Nintendo eShop on September 20th. So you can look for that there. And uh, when I have an opportunity to review it, I'll tell you how, you know, how and uh, how good that is. But Zelda was certainly one of the more beloved games in the history of the universe. Now, uh, the Wii U, how is that different from the old Wii? Well, it's completely different. It's a high-definition video which they were so far behind PlayStation and uh, Xbox, it was just, you know, they, the Wii had just not great graphics. And if you're into graphics, as I am, and as a lot of game players are, uh, you, you, you looked at it and went, nah, don't think so. So they redesigned the Wii U, which comes with a handheld video screen, nice big video screen controller. You can play the game. Sometimes you play on TV. Sometimes you play on the game. Sometimes you can do either. And it's a wonderful system, I have to say. They did a really good job of designing the new Nintendo Wii. Well, that's something from you because you were never a Nintendo fan, ever. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Now, the only thing I will say is they still don't have the real hardcore mainstream games like the you know most of their games are still being geared towards a younger audience but family friendly family friendly and i do like that i mean that's a great thing as a matter of fact in morgan spurlock's uh i don't know if you've seen his series inside man for cnn i know of it i haven't seen it 
it's a really excellent series. Highly recommend to everybody. It's great journalism. But he did a thing on senior centers, and they actually use the Wii Bowling and the Wii Sports games mm-hmm. for seniors to stay active, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, they're terrific. They're actually actually uh, really a lot of fun and all that stuff. And then we're coming up very shortly. That's now in November is the new uh, PlayStation Four will be out in November, and I think December is the new Xbox. So lots wow. of stuff going on in the next couple of months. Uh, do we have time to talk about what you want to talk about about Samsung? No, no, actually we don't. So, um, well, you know, well, why don't I can, you toss one more thing in about game, uh, a game buy of the week? Yeah, you know what? I think we could wait if I can find it really quickly. We could certainly do the buy of the week. Let's do that. Drum roll. So we're waiting for Wade. It was your okay. idea, Wade. Okay, there, there we go. <laughs> okay. Good one, Wade. Yeah. Uh, you should be prepared before you bring it up, right, Wade? <laughs> uh, okay, this is at Amazon.com. This is a really great price. It's the Logitech Zone Touch Mouse T400. Designed, you can use it on other things, but it was designed for Windows 8 if you're one of these seven people that converted to Windows 8. If not, you can use <laughs> it on your uh, other computer. And it is, this is the black version. There are other ones are more expensive than this. Uh, it traditionally was about 40 bucks and you can get it on Amazon for 14.99 with free shipping uh on orders over $25 so buy something buy two of them give one to a friend you get free shipping on it and uh i use logitech uh, a logitech mouse at my office and love them they they come with the uh, the little as marcia would say dongle or the little device that you plug into the computer and then they're yeah i wireless. mean i use those on my surface tablet I stick one of those little dongles cuz it has a USB port yep. and I use uh my Microsoft Curve mouse separately. So yeah, almost all my devices have that little dongle and I use the Bluetooth mice. Well, yeah, it's not wor- Bluetooth actually, it's something other than Bluetooth, some higher form. It's t- yeah, it's it's called a tiny unifying receiver and you just plug it into a USB port. You can get up to 18 months of power without changing batteries. I mean, that's a year and a half. You know, that's a long time if you use your mouse a lot. Uh, yeah, it comes with horizontal scrolling and vertical scrolling and Windows 8 start screen button if you're using Windows 8. So uh, if you're looking for a new mouse, it is my mouse of choice, Logitech, uh, normally, and uh, check that out. And you can get that and on And when Amazon. we come back, I've got some Samsung news, and I'm going to tell you how to get a free smartphone from Amazon. Free. I like that. So we'll be right Free, back. free, free. <laughs> okay. Say this goodbye, is Marcia Collier <laughs> here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Muffin tops, love handles, spare tires, these lumps and bumps cause your belt to slide in the wrong direction and your little black dress to be too little. No matter how hard you work at losing them, they're immune to diet and exercise. Something other than your belt has got to give. Cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology is more than a ray of hope. It's a loophole in the laws of gravity. Dr. William Heimer of Hillcrest Dermatology uses this revolutionary new technology to target and freeze stubborn fat cells so your body can eliminate them naturally over just a few weeks, with all without surgery or downtime. Most patients of Hillcrest Dermatology see an undeniable reduction of fat after just one cool sculpting treatment. It's FDA cleared, safe, and totally cool. So what are you waiting for? Starting today, reclaim the real you with cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology. Call 619-299-0700 to schedule your consultation and visit us online at drheimer.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. 